Uh, good morning, uh, Boulder Church. This is uh, Danny Hernandez. Uh, good to, uh, I don't know, I can't see you, but it's good to be here with you uh, on what should be a most fantastic uh, Saturday morning. Uh, Weather-wise, beautiful sky. I'm sure that everybody got um, a little preview of winter, so if you are new to Colorado, welcome. Um, it's the kind of stuff that happens here. So hopefully everybody um, got a chance to enjoy that little bit of snow and get ready for um, for what's coming ahead here in the next uh, few weeks. Well, I'm excited today to um, to to talk about part of like okay. So Psalm 23 is like a classic. Uh, it's it's one of the uh, I guess we can call um, it's one of the greatest hits that we find in the Bible. Now, if you grew up in church, you probably um, learned Psalm twenty three uh, very early on. Uh, it's probably one of the uh, the first things that you remember learning. Um, as a child, uh, we we all memorized it. Everybody knows that, regardless of of your 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 Christian tradition, it's one of those things that Psalm twenty three is like a staple. It's there, um, and I know we've been going through through um, Psalm twenty three for um, you know during this series, and like I am fortunate enough today, okay, to talk about um, one of. Um, I don't know. One of the um, one of the segments in that in that in that psalm that really had it. I remember as a child, it was one of those things that it, it brought comfort and spookiness at the same time. And and that is uh, starting in verse four, where it says, "Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil." For you are with me. Um, you know that always brought a sense of of, of 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 peace, but at the same time, it came up with this this apprehension of like, wait a minute, um, darkest valley. Like, who who wants that? I don't want that. Do you want that? I, I don't think that any of us want that. And one of the things that I enjoy about that part of of the Psalms is that in it we are able to see that reality of what it means to be in relationship with God and at the same time live in a world that's filled with misery and pain. And those two things kind of uh, create this 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 tension that it's so hard for so many people to actually wrap their heads around that in reality it's one of the things that has driven a bunch of people away from faith because they can't reconcile darkest valley with the presence of God. There's this there's this certain um, segment of Christianity that that, that that teaches this idea 
that um, when we are in connection with God, that we are going to be blessed tremendously. Uh, and I'm not saying that that's not correct, but the way some of these things are approached at times, it gives us the idea that this blessing is a comfort, joy, um, uh, financial um, blessing that makes our lives run according to the script. Uh, and of course, who, who comes up with a script? We come up with a script. And, and, and I would probably, I feel pretty comfortable saying that all of you that are listening, including myself, we at some point in our lives have come up with a script in our minds as to what our lives are going to be. Um, and I can guarantee you that most of us, um, the script has gone rogue. <laughs> Um, it hasn't planned out, it hasn't panned out the way that we uh, anticipated, the way that we uh, felt like uh, our lives would go. Uh, one of the biggest things that, 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 that uh, we read over in, in the Bible, Old Testament, all the way through the New Testament, is this idea that, that do not fear. Um, and sometimes we feel like when we are afraid somehow, because there's such a strong emphasis in the Bible, this, this, this concept that, that when we find ourselves in a situation where we are afraid, it almost at times feels like we're failing God. B because... It seems like, well, I'm not supposed to be afraid. Um, you know, I have some irrational fears in my life, um, to be completely honest with you. I, um, I you know, I, some of you know, and I've, I've shared this in many occasions, but I have this irrational fear of roaches. Um, roaches, they creep me out. There, there's something about roaches that, that is creepy uh, in a um, Terminator sort of way where you can't kill them and they keep coming back and I've seen roaches be in a freezer for a couple of days and then you bring them out and they're, you know, they're like a hard candy, like ice cream, lollipop things and um, <clears throat> they thaw out and they take off. They... Uh, they're still alive. I, I've had roaches. I've almost eaten a roach once. That's a different story. Then we're not going to get into it. Um, I've, I've, I've grabbed a roach by accident thinking it was something else. I've stuck my foot in a shoe that had a roach in it. And I was wondering what is moving inside of my uh, shoe. Um, fortunately, I left all those things uh, when I left Florida back in 2012. And I can tell you that one of the reasons why I love Denver in Colorado is because I don't recall seeing a roach since I got here. Now, it just might be me that I'm lucky, but I have not seen one. And I thank Jesus every day uh, for that. So, so, so like there are certain things that, that, that bring fear to us and sometimes they're irrational fear. And, and it seems 
silly that I would react the way that I do to a roach. But here's the thing, like, it's 2020, people. Let's, let's, let's be real. Um, any of you that interview for a job or were in any conversations with people a few years ago and they said, uh, where do you see yourself in, in, in five years? Um, where do you see yourself in 2020? I doubt that any of you would say, well, I'm going to find myself in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, in the middle of a political uh, charged culture, tension, racial tension, uh, financial, uh, <clears throat> financial challenges, financial insecurity, um, fires <laughs> that won't stop burning, uh, snow in September. Uh, you know, all, all these things <clears throat> that, that, again are completely off the script that we have written for ourselves in our own minds. And so the reality, when you look around and you see all these challenges, many times it's hard to not be afraid. And I don't think that... So, so here's the thing. I don't think that God, okay, does not, not want us to be afraid. Which seems contradictory to, 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 to the things that, you know, like Psalm 23 um, and, and, and a lot of other places. In Matthew, when, when the disciples uh, just finished you know, talking to Jesus and, and, and Jesus finished preaching to the crowds and he disperses the crowd and the disciples get in this boat to go to the other side. That's what the story tells us. And Jesus, for whatever reason, decides like, hey, homies, not like you all get in the boat and you go. Um, I'll meet you there. Okay, I'll teleport. I'll walk around. I don't know what I'm going to do, but you guys go on without me. Look at how nice the lake is. If there's ever a a a a place on earth that is smooth is a lake in good weather, I guess. And so so the disciples get in this boat and they start going to the side. If if you're a church person and, and, and you know you've heard the story a thousand times. Uh, if not, look it up, Matthew. Um, I believe Matthew fourteen. Um, and so the disciples get in this boat and they start going to the other side. And and what should have taken um, probably forty five minutes turned into a fiasco because a storm came up, and even though. In my estimation, they probably left somewhere around sunset because they didn't have big stadium lights at the time. So when the sun went down, everybody went home. So I'm guessing that they left perhaps even a little bit before that so they would have enough time in the light to get to the side of the lake. Um, and, um, and so they get in this boat, uh, probably still a little bit of sunlight, um, you know, the, 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 the beautiful glassy lake is, is, is shimmering as the sun sets, um, and they get in this boat, and then all of a sudden this storm comes up, 
Um, and the story says that, that, um, that it was probably around three o'clock in the morning and they were still there because it says, it says the wind was against them and the, the, the storm was so bad that they thought they were going to die. Okay. So if you think that you're going to die. Are you going to be really just like chilling on this boat? Like, like, is it realistic? Okay. And, and, and I know that, that, yeah, um, that God is, you know, all powerful and, and, and there's so much that we don't know that sometimes it seems a little unrealistic to us. Um, the whole concept of God, which in reality, I guess, I mean, we, we don't really grasp it completely. So, um, it's 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 unrealistic uh, concept of don't be afraid when you're living in a world like we're living filled with darkness and evil and corruption uh, and so it would be a little unrealistic for me to think that that Peter and John and Matthew the rest of the disciples that are that are sitting there in this boat facing imminent death. Seems unrealistic to me that they would look at each other, especially Paul, not Paul, <laughs> Paul wasn't even around, Peter, I better get my uh, Bible characters right before I get uh, emails correcting me, Peter, uh, I, I can't see Peter looking at John and being like, hey John, you know, they're sitting in the boat, you know, like nauseous, you know, from the up and down. Um, you know, we're probably going to die, but it's cool. Don't be afraid. John's like, oh, no, I was just thinking the same thing because, you know, I, I'm, I'm here and, uh, you know, I, I know that we're probably, this will be our last boat trip ever, but, you know, I'm just so relaxed right now. Um, I'm feeling good, man. I am just, I'm, I'm great. I'm feeling, I, I think that's unrealistic to think that in a situation where people are facing imminent death or imminent loss, I don't think that God wants us to be in a position where we say, yeah, no, I'm not afraid because, because it's a natural human emotion, fear. Okay. And yes, we have some irrational fears, but at times when you are facing death, when you are facing, and in my job, in my work, I see it every day. I see death every day. I'm with people who are losing loved ones every day. And I would be the most incompetent, clueless human being if I were to walk in that room and tell those people that are facing death or facing the loss of, of a loved one, if I were to tell them, hey, yeah, just chill out, bro. Like, it's no big deal. Don't be afraid. Like, it's what God wants. He doesn't. No. So, so I think that because it's a, it's a natural human emotion, the idea of God not wanting us to be afraid is not necessarily completely accurate. Because here's the thing, like, the idea is not 
to not be afraid as much as the concept of I am with you. So, so it, it pretty much, pretty much every place where that do not fear uh, comes in in the Bible, it's always connected in the context of the presence of a Savior, the presence of someone who is going to support you, um, the presence of someone who is going to be there for you, hold your hand, encourage you, um, and perhaps help you navigate whatever challenge it is that you're, you're facing or whatever challenge it is that, 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 that is in front of you. So the do not fear is not a sense of the emotion not being part of what you're experiencing as much as it is knowing that there's a presence there. So, so we can kind of separate, you know, we look at this as like when you, and, and, and the beautiful thing about this text is like, it's not telling you if, it's telling you when you walk through the valley. So for anyone that feels that Christianity is a cakewalk, wrong, we're all going to walk through dark valleys. We're going to experience the presence of evil. We're all going to experience darkness. We're all going to experience brokenness. We're all going to experience all these things that are going to challenge our, our, our inner beings in the sense of like, man, I am a mess right now. I am afraid and I don't know what to do because I'm not supposed to fear this. I'm not supposed to experience this. But the message over and over again is like, do not fear because I am with you. Even though you walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil because I am with you. So, so the focus here is not the fear as much as it is the presence of a savior, the presence of someone who can help you through this challenging journey. Um, I love uh, uh, Frederick uh, Buechner, and um, he um, he says this when it comes to um, um, to Psalms twenty three. He says, "Yea, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil." And in the context, he writes, he says, "The psalm does not pretend that evil and death do not exist. Terrible things happen too." And they happen to good people as well as bad people. Even the paths of righteousness lead us through the valley of the shadow. Death lies ahead for all of us, saints and sinners alike. And for all the ones that we love. The psalmist doesn't try to explain evil. So he doesn't even try to go there. He doesn't try to minimize evil either. He simply says, he will not fear evil. For all the power that evil has, it doesn't have the power to make him afraid. And the reason it doesn't have the power to make him afraid is not because fear doesn't exist, but because of the presence of a savior in that context. 
And so when we look at the idea that, that, that God is all powerful and that God is all good and the terrible things happen, it can bring us to a place where we actually can't make sense of it all. And the reality is that there's a lot of unexplained things. There's a lot of mysteries that we will never be able to understand until we talk to God. And even then, you know, we'll, we'll be able to say, like, I, I just, I, okay, I trust you. Because evil, evil is such a, a, this idea of free will, the fact that people do things because God wants us to love him out of love and not coercion. So, so the idea that, that someone does something terrible, instead of driving me to the place where it says, well, I can't believe that a good God would allow something like this to happen, uh, it drives me to a place where I say, it is because God is a God of love and he will not force anyone to do something that terrible things happen. That's kind of hard to wrap our heads around. I want to finish this, uh, with this. Um, so uh, this idea that that um, Paul, since I, I brought up Paul earlier in the context of the disciples, and that was completely wrong. Um, you know, he says, he says, for I know that, that neither night life nor death, nor principalities, nor anything above or below. Uh, this will be able to separate me from the love of God and I think it's quite possible I think it's quite possible that we can be fully aware of the presence of God that we can fully be in the midst of darkness and that we can fully be afraid at the same time knowing the Savior's with us. That things will be okay. That this COVID thing might not change for a long time, but it will become the new normal and we will adapt. That the political tensions might continue, that racial tensions might continue, that the fires, the hurricanes, the, the, everything that's going on uh, will continue, but yet, even in the midst of, like Paul says, death, not even that can separate us from the love of God. And because of that, you and I can have faith in tomorrow. We can have faith in another day even when we're afraid because of the presence of a Savior. So if you forget everything else today, know this, that fear exists in the lives of those who trust Jesus, but fear does not define them because a Savior is with them. So, next time that you feel afraid, don't beat yourself up. Don't say, I can't believe I'm afraid. Uh, say, man, right now, I'm freaking out. 
this is scary stuff. But I know that the Savior is with.